Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to SNZ Mornings with Kim Downs. Brian and I uh, were actually talking this morning about our respective viewings of John Farnham Once Upon a Time. Uh, Mine was just ahead of Lionel Richie at the Bowl of Brooklyn's in New Plymouth. For those who are not familiar, it's just uh, a short walking distance from the world's greatest cricket ground, Pukukura Park in New Plymouth, uh, and I will not be taking calls on that, but I will be taking calls on other topics. Talk back time now. 0800 150 811 is the line if you'd like to chat. Cliff uh, has called through from Dunedin. Cliff, I'm sure you'll take absolutely no offence by my saying Pukekura Park is the greatest cricket ground in the country. It's, it's certainly uh, a bowl, you know, with the high sides. Great place to watch. Bit narrow on one side, on the sides, but yeah, look, a great wee spot, great on a nice day. Like most grounds, except for the big cavernous sports ground, cricket should be played on a nice oval and a nice day and sitting on the bank or or at the basin, which is just about as good anyway. I, hey, I'm with you there, Cliff. Yeah. Hey, hey about the, the couple of things about the cricket. Um, Kane, um, what a class play, you mm. know. nice A nice hundred. They... What I've noticed is they bowl well to the left-handers. They really tied Conway up yesterday. Mm. They didn't give him any room. He looked a bit out of sorts, but it, it looked a lot freer when at the other end with Kane. He was able to score a lot quickly. Um, with the New Zealand, the way I, I don't know why they put Ravindra in. I would have said, look, we're 450 ahead or thereabouts. We'll bring Phillips or Sander mm. in. We'll push the scoring. Kane had his chance. He, he certainly had the chance to score. He was scoring at a good clip. It, it, once he got his 100, we should have pulled out. But to, to sacrifice Ravindra to come out there and make, maybe he could have got 30 or 40. But to me, the guy had made 240. And to send him out there when we were that far ahead. Now, if, if it suddenly rained up there tomorrow and the game suddenly became shortened, we could find ourselves a bit embarrassed. And I mm. think, you know, when, a team, when you bowl a team out for 160-odd, 
Yeah, why are you sending them 530 to chase? They're never going to get it, especially when they're really only a first-class team. And we've got spinners uh, who are going to take advantage as, as the wickets get older. But, look, if we got if, – if it rained, I don't know where there's any forecast at all, but if it did rain and they'd somehow saved, them, saved this game, it would be very embarrassing to think that we kept batting when we should have had them in last night for half an hour. Yeah, we'll as, be... soon as, Kane, as soon as Kane went out, we should have declared, even if we only had three or four overs at them, we could have nipped the wicket and really put them under the pump to, to go out there with a new ball again, one down. But, you know, I, I just felt that we are a little bit... Yeah, I just don't know why we're still out there batting. It just, it, you know, if it was Australia and we were trying to set them at much and they had plenty of time, that would be fine. But, you know, they're, they're really a team that gets 160. You shouldn't be setting them 500 plus with two days to go when you could end up with rain and, and be embarrassed. Yeah, and I think but, the I think some of the justification Gary Stead used uh, last night when he was interviewed was talking about how they wanted the bowlers to be nice and fresh, which this, this was why they didn't follow on as well, just to give them a bit of a chance to rest. So maybe it's tied more in with that than what they're doing with the bat. But I'm actually with you uh, on the Rajan Ravindra side of things. I, I just feel like, like you say, you got 240 in the first innings. Chuck someone up up the order, like a Glenn Phillips, even Tom Blundell, put him further up, give them some time in the middle if that is if we're just looking to kind of bat out so that the bowlers can have a bit of time to freshen up. Because Rajan doesn't need it. He has shown that. He has already shown that. Thankfully, uh, the weather forecast cliff is going to be sunny. Well, currently is sunny in Tauranga for today and tomorrow. So in theory, the weather should not prove an issue. And hey, look, there is every chance that we go out there this morning, they might declare straight off the bat or just bat another half hour and then put the uh, the proteas back in and bowl them out before day's end. And this becomes a, a fairly frivolous kind of talking point. But I do really see your point when it comes to putting that foot on the throat, because ultimately you want a test win. And the point of this is to get a test win, not to get people more game time. None of that because you need a test win because you want the series win because at this point it's embarrassing if they don't get a series win out of this, right? Right. That's that's what we... If we've never... We haven't beaten them in a series before. We've we've had our chances. It isn't their best team they've ever sent, but look, we'll take it. If we can win 2-0, that will be great. It's another thing that we tick off. We've lost a few tests in the last couple of years that we probably didn't think we'd lose. We certainly don't want to end up with a draw in this one just because we decided to give some guys... Look, our three seamers only bowled... No one bowled more than 15 overs. Now, it's not like it's the second or third test of the series. Most of these guys haven't played much cricket at all. I'd say they're very... Un, they'll be fresh enough to get out there in the morning and bowl another 15 or 20 overs today. Yeah. Uh, don't read, I can't read sometimes into what Mr. Stead says. But we can't read into it. But let me tell you what, we'll all be uh, happily smiling along if they come out of this with a 2 0 series win and looking good and primed, ready for uh, ready for the Aussies to launch their attack. I tell you what, I am very much looking forward to that series already. Cliff, thank you so much for your time. What's the setup for the cricket today, mate? Uh, yeah, I'll be. I'll, I won't be there exactly on eleven, but I won't be far away. But I'll be listening to. I always listen to my SENZ. I slow the sky down uh, about 
more, say, 45 seconds to bring it back to even Stevens, but SENZ's the place to listen to it. That is what we love to hear, Cliff. And, of course, that same team will be with us uh, from 10 o'clock. Dan McCarty, Tom Bartlett, Ian Smith, Jeremy Coney, John Bracewell. Gosh, what more could you want? Thank you for listening, Cliff. Appreciate it, and you enjoy the day. Cheers. Cheers, mate. couple more texts in here on the cricket. Morena Kim, Kane Williamson's 100 off 125 was a totally different innings and looked really strong. Need to get the Yarpies in now and finish them off. Marshy in Hawke's Bay. Yes, indeed. I do think that will be a top priority today. It'll be interesting to see whether uh, the New Zealanders go into bat at all today. I don't see a huge amount of point, but we'll see what they do. Uh, one from Patrick as well. Good morning. Disagree with Cliff from Dunedin. There's no rain at all. Forecast. Keep the foot on the throttle. Rub their noses firmly into the ground. That's Patrick from Ashburton. Thank you, Patrick. I suppose there could be an argument made uh, for just demoralising them so utterly and completely uh, the second test becomes a walk in the park as well. We'll see how that goes. If you've got any thoughts on that, flick us a text on the Temper Bed Post text machine, double A double three Temper and Bed Post, like no other, or give me a call uh, on 0800 150 811 if you would like to discuss. And we heard from a couple of the players after day three yesterday. One of those will come into play massively, you would think, over today and potentially even tomorrow. That is, of course, Mitchell Satner, who's been having another one of these tests. Does it seem fair to call it a resurgence? I'm not really sure. Um, However, he has been called from Gary Stead, of course, the best spinner in New Zealand. Here's what he had to say about that. Yeah, that's obviously nice to hear. Um... I think just off recent performances, not necessarily red ball, but the, in white ball, the balls feels like it's been coming up pretty well. Um, World Cup was nice, I guess, when there's some spinning wickets. We don't tend to get that too often in New Zealand, which is annoying. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, you know, still got to do a job out there with, I guess, usually first innings here. It's kind of back up the big boys, kind of dot up an end and let, their, let them do their thing. And, and then I guess second innings out here might be different, but I think. It's still going to be very flat um, and we're just going to have to bash away for a long period of time. Yeah, we've just, uh, while that audio's been playing as well, had a very interesting call from our man on the ground, Sam Ackerman, who says it's actually, uh, despite what the weather app is telling me, uh, is actually pretty overcast at the Mount Cliff, I hate to say it. So fingers crossed uh, that that does not eventuate into anything worse, uh, that cloud cover. Fingers crossed it clears up because otherwise, as Cliff said, uh, they could be getting themselves into a little bit of danger, the Black Caps. But back on Mitch Santner and his bowling and the way he is going about things, he also talked a bit about the work that he's put into it and who's been helping out with that. Yeah, I guess kind of going around the circuit. Um, you know, Jadeja's always there. He's slightly different where he just kind of tries to bowl quick into the wicket and, and let it do its thing where, you know, in India... Especially in Chennai, that's kind of all you have to do. Um, and then you kind of go to some pitches where bounce, you might get more bounce and try to go over the top a little bit more. I think we spoke, you know, with obviously Jurgo was still there at the World Cup, but as a as a spin unit, me, Glenn and, and Ish and Rutchen in the World Cup, that pitches were changing. Um, and, you know, the, the style of bowling was different depending on where you went. So that kind of, all those conversations kind of, and it's the same out here, like, kind of that overspin was getting a bit of bounce today in the first innings and then second innings it might be more that kind of square seam a little bit faster might might hold so 
and then those kind of messages get relayed back to to the other boys involved as well. Yeah, and it was very interesting, wasn't it? Because I think a few eyebrows were raised at the start of this test uh, when the Black Caps opted for the three seamers and the two kind of spin bowling all-rounders. I think most of us generally thought, well, certainly I declared quite loudly uh, and had to eat my hat afterwards that surely it's a four-seamer wicket and they'll only bowl one of uh, Satna or Phillips, but they don't have room for both of them. Well... There you go. Wrong as wrong can be, and so far it's working out for them. Uh, one of the opposing views, though, because it must be a fairly hard work, you would think, being in the South African's shoes, coming over here, being roundly criticised uh, for the lack of experience in that side, uh, and then being thoroughly pummeled as well. South Africa all out for 162. Here's Keegan Peterson talking about how they keep their spirits up from, he- up from here after a fairly tough few days. Yeah, it's been a tough, tough couple of days. I think we've seen enough of Kane now. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. To keep the spirits up, I think we just got to believe that we can still get a result of this game. We can draw it or try our best to. I think the, the winning part's a bit far-fetched right now, but yeah. We'll try, I'll try our best to get there. Having spent a bit of time on, on, on there today, I think it's definitely a wicket that we can try and look and or look to survive. But uh, it's going to be a tough ask anyway to do it for two days. But, uh, I mean, that's the hand that we've been dealt. I kind of looked at Kane and how he went about these first innings. It took a bit of time, uh, which kind of set the template for the rest of us to see that it's, a, it's not a free-flowing wicket. It's... Not much in it, but uh, you're going to take time to score runs, and I think that's just the way I looked at it. Yes, Keegan Peterson there. For context, one of the more experienced players uh, for the South Africans with all of 12 tests to his name. So you do have to feel for them a bit. He also talked about how hard it was actually facing Mitchell Satner on that wicket. I think he played with his, with his pace quite well. Uh, lengths, he trained it up all the time, so it was difficult to line him up. Uh, which made it quite tricky to, to, to bat against. Um, it was a challenge. I think that was the most difficult part of it, it was the spinners. Um, but yeah, I think we're going to get a lot more of that uh, in the next two days. Yeah, as long as that uh, cloud cover doesn't turn into anything, as we mentioned before. Thanks, Sam Ackerman, for uh, <laughs> casting a shadow over the potential day. Uh, Peterson also talked about how they go about supporting all of those debutants in that very inexperienced lineup. I think... The new guys in themselves, they've, they've played quite a few first-class games and that, that gives us confidence in, in the fact that knowing that they're not really inexperienced, maybe just at test level, but uh, it's still it's, it's, it's something new to all of us, really. I haven't played many tests, so I'm still trying to find my feet too. Hopefully they'll learn from this experience and take it forward. Be interesting to see how much they can learn just even between this test and the next one. Right, we're going to take a short break here on SENZ Mornings with Kim. Flick those texts in, double eight double three on the Temper Bed Post text machine if you want to talk cricket or maybe some rugby after the break. Tony Brown to South Africa, does it worry you at all? Or are you not remotely bothered? It's quite a mercenary world out there these days across cricket, across rugby and across all sorts of sports. I'll be interested to hear your thoughts anyway. Temper Bed Post text machine, double eight double three. We'll be right back.